is on the TV. No matter where you go, you might see me. Uh, I'm Yeezy. She said, hi, Maria. No, you an angel. You wave hi to Aaliyah. I got a show in Korea. They built a new arena. Why don't you come and watch a nigga tear the whole scene up? I know I've seen you before, but don't know where I've seen you. Oh, I remember now. You're something that I dreamed of. Don Cece, she cool, but don't let her fuck you cream up. Monica Lewinsky on the dress to take you to the cleaners. Sure enough, a week later, I'm an extra love. And everybody knows she mine, so she extra plug. Every bounce to every club, show her extra love. We just praying the new fame don't get the best of us. But all good things gotta come to an ena. She let it go to her head, no, that my Rhea. The height of her shopping was right as blocking me. I couldn't get my shit out anyway. I'm She's a diarrhea. I keep on running, keep on running. And nothing works. I can't get away from you. Now, I keep on ducking, keep on ducking. You nothing helps. I can't stop missing Hey guys. Hey there, Dinko. Hi, hi. Just wanted to make sure you hear me well. Yeah, I can hear you. Yep, okay. same here. Welcome. Nice, nice. Just. Uh, okay. I'll just give it us a few seconds here, and then we'll go ahead and get get going. All right, all right. No
All right, guys. Well, welcome to <clears throat> Hempen Outside the Box. Uh, this is going to be episode one. Uh, today, our main topic is going to be hemping and crypto and how they coexist. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm going to be your host. Um, I'm also the CEO of Primo Gardens, Inc. We also have with us today uh, Mr. Matt Malik, uh, Director of Infrastructure over at Primo. We have Chance Sowers, um, Risk and Strategy Officer, again, over at Primo. And we also have the CEO of Aftermath Islands, Dinko, here as well um, to discuss these topics with us today. We will be jumping in, in and out. Um, we will allow you guys to uh, raise your hand and ask questions here and there um, at the end of some of these topics to get some feedback. <clears throat> Go ahead and give our uh, sponsors a moment here. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Primo Gardens, Inc. If you're looking for quality CBD with fast shipping times and affordable prices, please make sure to check them out at www.primogardensinc.com. You can also use HOTB as a coupon code for 20% off your next order. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. And the first topic of our night is going to be blockchain tracking and tracing, um, kind of how Primo utilizes um, the blockchain in our tracking and tracing and what we plan to do in the near future with some of our own tech and what the industry is also um what, what these different uh technologies and blockchains will be used for in just the hemp industry in general moving forward and just tracking and tracing um and smart contracts across multiple industries not just the hemp industry so the first one's going to be blockchain tracking and tracing and what i will do is i'm going to go ahead and let everybody else introduce themselves real quick so if you guys uh guys that are hosting want to go ahead and uh, introduce yourself and then we'll jump into this cop or jump into this topic. So Matt, why don't you introduce yourself to the group? Hey everybody, I'm Matt. I run and maintain the infrastructure here at Primo Group. I mainly work on the smart contracts, some of the websites, email services we offer, and I help make sure everything doesn't explode. <laughs> awesome. Yep. So Matt's the key, Matt, Matt, Matt's the wizard behind uh, a lot of what we do on our Black Times blockchain side. Him and Scott. Scott's not here tonight, but um, that's why we got Matt here. So awesome. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the group chance? It looks like he's muted. I don't know if we're having an issue there, but we'll go ahead and move on down to Dinko real quick. Dinko is the CEO of Aftermath Islands, and he will be chiming in here and there with us, uh, most likely when we get to our third topic, when we start talking a little bit about retail and meta. But uh, if you want to, go ahead and introduce yourself to the group, Dinko. Hey, nice to meet you guys. I'm Dinko Dinko, the CEO of Aftermath Islands. Uh, we're partners with uh, Primo Inc., and they're going to have the Cannabis Cove Island on our metaverse. Uh, so like that, they can teach uh, more new users about the camping, about growing and all kind of stuff. So I'm glad to, to be speaker today with you. Awesome. Thank you, Dinko. Thank you. And we'll go ahead and go back to Chance if, he's, uh, if, he's, uh, if his mic's working right. Um, Chance.
He isn't able to unmute for whatever reason. Okay, let me see if I can invite him back onto the stage. There we go. Okay, well, I guess we'll have to we might have to come back to him and see if we can't get him unmuted. I don't know why um, that's not working. So, of course, this is a new a new podcast, new issues. Um, we're always going to have something, so we'll get it figured out. Um, but anyway, so we can go ahead and jump into that conversation while we work on that. Um, but anyway, so basically um, what Primo's been working on and – why we wanted to uh, make this one of our topics was is the cryptocurrency industry and the uh, cannabis industry um, are really starting to make some connections. And Primo was one of the first to really start making this happen. And we, we really got interested in the blockchain side of things strictly because of the, you know, the, the technology that comes with the blockchain, um, smart contracts, tracking, tracing. Um, there's just so many uh, options that we have available, and, and and Matt can probably enlighten you a little bit on that as well when we get dig into this a little bit. But um, and Chance as well, if we can get him unmuted. The the really cool thing behind the whole thing with the blockchain and the tracking is the the ability to have a secure transaction. Um, you know, there's geo tracking involved. There's a lot of different things that we can utilize with our iTracit system that we're adding in on the Tron blockchain so that we can um, be able to track and trace all of this at scale. And not only do that, but so that it's transparent, everybody can see what's going on. Um, there's no hidden transactions happening um, or any under the table transactions happening. Um, so it's a really cool, cool setup. And I'm going to go ahead and let Matt. Um, Talk a little bit about iTraceIt and how we use iTraceIt with the blockchain and what we're using it for um, when it comes to tracking our plants, cannabis from the field to the sale of the product, um, geo-tracking, where the product is, things along those lines. So I'm going to let him kind of touch on that. Matt? Can you guys hear me? There we go. We got Chance back. There he is. All right, so I'm going through Telegram with Matt, and he's streaming me through. I don't know why. You must have me muted or something. I, I just tried to unmute everybody, and for some reason, it's not unmuting you. I don't know why. So All I'm right, well, anyways, guys, I'm the chief risk and strategy officer for Primo. Um, I do a lot of I, – I look for new ideas on how we can expand and new revenue streams for the company. That's why you always see me posting new ideas. Um and looking for the next best thing. Uh, I also handle all of our insurance and risk uh, as well with all of our partner stores, our vendors, um, all that good stuff. It can get pretty boring, so I won't talk too much about insurance. Yeah, insurance is not one of those great things, but <laughs> it is one of those things that's very important to what we do. 
Yeah, definitely. But um, I think it would be important for you to tell the, the people joining in tonight a little bit about how we use metric and what it is and why it's important to the hemp industry, because I feel that that really leads into why blockchain is important and why I trace it's important and kind of the reason we put it on the back burner and we're using metric that is non blockchain instead of by tracing. Uh, and I'll kind of throw out my answer is because the market's just not ready for it. They are, but they're not. Um, right. The farmer just isn't making the money to pay for the service and the government just doesn't have the technology to jump into blockchain tracing yet. So it's kind of something we've put on the back burner. But Mike, if you want to jump in on metric and then toss it back to Matt and he can kind of explain, I trace it. Yeah, no, 100%. So in the cannabis industry, obviously we know that uh, everything is, is tracked and traced pretty heavily when it comes to medical cannabis. Now, when, we obviously signed the 2018 farm bill. We went into a whole new era of cannabis with hemp um, and the regulation oversight had really gotten really dim. And so again, it's a reason why on the market right now, we see a lot of these hemp companies out here that have, um, you know, are failing and they're failing big and they've spent a lot of big money on, on the farm to come to find out that, from the farm to processing to final product is another, you know, twice as much of their investment that they've already put in. And, you know, it was just a really big issue. And so what metric did was metric decided to go ahead and offer a, a, uh, what would you call it? A pilot program for hemp companies to start tracking and tracing their product the same way that the medical cannabis companies were, were made to. And the reason why metric is attached to this is because we started using metrics so that obviously here in the United States, now obviously US wide, it's a little different or worldwide, it's a little different. But here in the United States, we had to find a way to be a step above the others um, in our tracking and tracing and ensure that we're getting the customer product that's been tracked from the field to their hand. And so that's what metric does. Metric basically takes care of all of the testing of all of these products as it goes down the line. And they track and trace all of it with RFDI tagging. And um, they can see your inventory. They can see basically how much stock you have. And metric has obviously been the company that's got that government contract right now in the United States. So they're holding, I think they do 37 states of the 50 states in America right now um, with obviously more and more to come. And the problem is, is what they do is their system is strictly built around tracking. So when I'm in the lab and I'm making a new product from say a distillate product or an isolated raw product, and I'm making it into a final product um, in that transition, I can track it myself. And then I got to go into a secondary system and track it again inside of metric. And then when I go to print out my reports, I got to print my reports out in one place. And then I also got to do them again in another place. There's a lot of double entry. And so that leads us to another portion of what is called MJ Freeway. There's Flow Hub. There's multiple other CRMs and POS systems out there that um, work in the cannabis industry as well. And they all integrate with metric. But again, it's still a it's still a two-part system, a double-entry system, no matter how you look at it. 
So you're basically paying for two different services most of the time. And if you cultivate and you extract and you process, then you're paying for almost five or six different programs to get everything all done at once and then to integrate that tracking as well. And so with that process already being such a mess and them still trying to figure out how to do that at scale nationwide um, and then report that or report that information back to the medical marijuana enforcement agencies per different state is already a task in itself. This kind of goes back to what Chance was just saying is that the biggest issue we have with that program and getting that program developed and getting that program live is that if we wanted it to work and we wanted it to legitimately be a solution, then we had to backtrack a bit. We needed to backtrack on iTraceIt, backtrack a little bit and kind of redefine how we're going to implement this program or this system so that it can be an all-in-one system so that it actually can track from seed to sale and it can be reported and you can print the same manifests and all the tracking is done on the same system. The problem with that is, is we still run into that issue on the other side where these governments don't have the blockchain technology yet to receive that information. Um, same thing with FTC reporting, financial reporting. There's a lot of other things that we want to do um, with this system. But again, until we have somebody on the other side that's willing to accept that information, it's going to be a hard sale at scale. Um, to get um, people to want to buy into a system that's going to cost them a thousand dollars a month to operate, um, or you know somewhere in that range, that's the going rate for one program. Right now, you're paying three to five when you have all of the programs working, so that you're compliant. And so that's kind of what I trace it was all about, and what the reason of how we want to build out I trace it. It started out as a tracking platform, almost kind of just like metric. Um, but obviously using the blockchain technology um, and smart contracts instead. And so that's kind of how we transitioned into the iTraceIt era and how come we not necessarily backburnered it, but it's also something that is kind of in redevelopmental stage where we're going to redevelop not the entire program, but we're going to add to it. We want to make it a all-in-one system to to literally fix the problem of having to double entry or triple entry at some points and even quadruple entry at in other points if you're literally running the system from seed to sale. And that's kind of where Matt can come in and explain how iTraceIt is going to be once we get there utilizing all of this different blockchain technology that's available to us to make an all-in-one system. Yeah, and I just wanted to jump in there before Matt gets started. Uh, don't worry about waiting for us to utilize iTraceIt because Matt and I have already been working on something. Um, the idea kind of came from what Craftly does with NFTs. So how you can go on there and upload your NFT in instantly uh, for anybody for a small, I think it's 25 TRX But anyways, we're going to do something similar with iTraceIt. So anybody can come to Primo's website. They'll be able to hop on easily and upload anything that they would like to be able to track and trace on blockchain so say you're a local farmer doing lettuce and tomatoes you can get on there and cheaply track and trace your stuff not having to contact me or anything you just go right to our website 
but um, I'll let Matt kind of go into detail about what iTrace it is and what it can do. Yeah, so basically what iTrace it will offer is the ability for a farmer to track the fact that he grew a plant. The second that goes over to the processing facility, that would allow the processing plant to say, yep, I got the plant from farmer A, and now I'm processing it in this plant. And then when it gets to the store and after it's processed, let's say Primo processed it into a tincture, it gets sold in a retail location, let's say the Ohio store, and a consumer can then scan a QR code on the product, and all of that information is stored on the blockchain. And so it is immutable data, which means you can't mess around with that information. Once it's there, it's there, and it cannot be modified without somebody knowing about it. And so what that means on the consumer is you can trust that the information you see is valid and verifiable and you can contact farmers there's contact information there's location details everything a consumer would want to know from the plant that was grown to how it was processed to how it was sold it's all available and trackable on the blockchain yeah not only just is it trackable but you'll also be able to once we get the technology down for geo tracking you'll be able to even be able to most likely if we package say you know a thousand tinctures for a consumer that came from a next product they'd be able to go in and see okay well the the hemp originated here then it was extracted here and it was turned into this product here and now it's coming out to me as the consumer and not only when you go to look at it on their uh, while it's in shipping or while it's in process with the RFDI and geo tracking tags that we want to try and get done, you'll be able to attach those to those products. And when you send that product out, you'll be able to geo track the exact location of it as well. Yeah. Wow. And at the time when we created iTrace, it was a bit premature in the sense where it needs to be developed further and there's more work that has to be done to it. But like what Mike was saying, there's a lot that can be done, like the geo tracking. And the integration almost. So it's sort of an MJ Freeway style software where everything for the individual product made and it just gets, it has to get into more detail before it can actually become a competitor to Metric and MJ Freeway and Flowhub or any of those other softwares. And then we need to find some kind of a nice, awesome government lobbyist or something that can get us uh, uh, somebody on the other end to receive that information. Right, because nobody really looks at blockchain information. You know, they need it in a very specific format that is not blockchain-based. And getting somebody Correct. to understand that is very difficult because they're all stuck in, you know, the Stone Age. <laughs> right, right. And it was Sorry, one of the... Guys, and it was actually one of the cool things that we actually brought up with one of our, when we brought up, we brought it up with one of our attorneys. And when we were talking with him about it, we had brought up the idea of utilizing the iTrace system as well to be able to do our franchising financial reporting. He thought it was an amazing idea. Great idea. The problem is, is the SEC and the FTC don't have the ability to receive that information. But it's an easy, I mean, it's not an easy sale, but. Right now, it's a lot of paperwork going back and forth, a lot of paperwork upload, you know, financial reporting, doing all the reporting on your own versus if you have it all set up in one system where you're tracking your plant material, your costs there, the cost of everything all the way throughout everything, then you can just push a button to do your financial reporting and you don't have to spend the hours and hours of time it takes to do FTC financial reporting, SEC reporting, things along those lines. 
And so when you're looking at being a publicly traded company or running franchising or anything along those lines, these are things that you have to do. And if we can get a CRM slash tracking tracking system that does everything in one, we can negate a lot of that time spent doing a lot of that stuff if we can completely code it to do it itself. That's pretty sweet. And I think a lot of people, I mean, nowadays, I mean, obviously look around. I mean, we've got the metaverse going. There's so many different uh, obstacles that are not obstacles, but so many different uh, options that are popping up in the tech world that are literally making 90% of the world that we're used to obsolete. I mean, I was just talking to my wife 30 minutes ago upstairs and she's upstairs shopping on the couch and shit, the shit will be delivered to the door. It doesn't get any easier than that. And um, I think that with the, the technology movement that we see happening right now and, and everything going so, so digital and so virtual um, that it really opens a door to companies that are no longer going to be running in offices anymore. And they're not going to be sitting in desks and they're going to be doing a lot of their work remote. And this would be a way to be able to, again, streamline a process that's not streamlined yet. And I think that that's the idea behind it. Obviously, it's going to take time um, for us to get where we want to be um, on that end. But it's real nice to know that we have an awesome team of coders, an awesome team of partners that are working really hard to keep us at the forefront when it comes to a lot of this growth in the tech and cannabis industry. It's definitely exciting. And um, blockchain's a, a perfect hemp, uh, hemp tracking and tracing is a perfect use for blockchain. Um, and we're definitely way ahead of, ahead of the game. Um, I think a lot of people will realize what Matt has built once we put up that basic front end where people can just go on and mess around on it for a basic fee. Um, because we need some time to, to get the users. The market needs time, not necessarily us. The market needs time to grow. Um, so they have the revenue to be able to, to spend on products like this, uh, because these farmers just aren't in a position to be able to pay what would need to be paid on a membership fee, uh, to maintain something like this. Right. And the other part of it too, is it's not just that too. Um, but the other part of it is, is for it to work correctly, um, and for it to work at scale like we want it to, you would need the farmers, the processors, the retailers. They would all need to be using the version of that system um, unless we can come up with a way to do cross-chain. And even if it wasn't just necessarily cross-chain, but, you know, cross operating systems in general, like cross-operation with metric. Because metric's not going to go anywhere. They're probably going to evolve. And so we just think about those things. And so there's also possible the possibility of cross chain, you know, the, it's real hard to get a system like that to work at scale unless it's something that is required by the government or by your state regulators, regulatory agencies, things along those lines. Um, and that's why, again, that's another reason why we offered that ability on that system. Like chance was just talking about where, this doesn't have to be for the hemp industry. The hemp industry is what got it started. And we want to be able to utilize this system in multiple different industries. And we want other people to be able to utilize it. If they're just an up and starting company, 
but they want to track and trace their stuff with a reputable name behind it, then like Chance said, they can go in and say, hey, well, we harvested 7,000 pounds of onions this year and they're in storage right now and throw it on there, add it in there. We can verify it, make sure that it's legitimate, check all their testing results and boom, now they have a they have the ability to track and trace that product from wherever it goes as well and gives them their own peace of mind. It may be for their books. It may be for X, Y, or Z, but it does give them that ability. And so we're not trying to just gear it specifically towards the cannabis industry, but it does give you that ability to, to kind of play around in a lot of different industries. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, uh, Chance, Matt, did you guys have any, or Dinko, did you have anything you wanted to, to add onto that, uh, to this segment of this show? Yeah, I hope you hear me well because no, obviously. Do you, do you hear me well like that? Yeah, I can hear you well. Okay. So basically from everything that I heard, uh, that technology is just great. I mean, uh, definitely it can go in all kind of uh, businesses. And uh, I know uh, I've never been in USA. I've been only in Canada. Uh, but I know in USA, a little, like how can I say the the government is a uh, little staying, uh, it's staying, how can I say, a little bit uh, behind uh, the technology at the moment, you know, about, especially about blockchain, cryptocurrency, whatever, you know. Way uh, behind. So, right, bit, yeah. Way behind. Exactly, exactly. Because I've been in countries, uh, what can I tell you, like um, countries, for example, in Netherlands, in, uh, let's say, Norway, Sweden, and all kind of, over there, it's so much easier, you know, everything is digitalized and everything is easy to do uh, basically from home. And uh, I mean, from what I know from chance from before, it's uh, you were dealing with um, um, sending some of your product uh, out to Netherlands and stuff. So maybe, <laughs> how can I say, maybe it's an option that you try to introduce uh, this idea uh, I know it will be a difficult thing. It's not that easy, but maybe it's a good, uh, really a good idea to introduce it to to this part of the world and everything to start from there, basically. Because uh, I know USA, it might take, uh, how can I say, it? it might take years or ages, basically, that uh, they they accept everything. You know, like uh, even that, uh, let's say, Oasis Digital Studio, everything that they introduced with all those verifiable uh, avatars and everything. It's still, it will take a while until uh, everything can work properly. You know, it's, I mean, those regulation, bureaucracy, it's a pain in the ass, basically. No, for sure. And yeah. we, and we kind of dove in and, and, you know, we dove into two of the most, uh, far behind and under-regulated yeah. industries in the United exactly. States. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, well, we're doing a lot of, yeah. we're doing, because we're doing a lot of cool stuff yeah. and we just need to, um, we have to understand that at heart, we are a CBD company. So yeah, we, there's a lot of different directions and a lot of different things we can go, but we're trying to do all these different things, but not lose what our basic identity is of being a CBD company. Um, and that's a good statement, you know, and that's, and that's something that we want to, you know, and that, I'm glad that you said that chance. I mean, at the end of the day, we started as a CBD brand as a holistic healing company. And we've, we've done very well there. Um, we meet a lot of good people. We deal with a lot of good clients. 
um, and things along those lines. And we help people, you know, at the end of the day, we're helping people and, and it's something that we're passionate about. Um, but we can't deny the reality of where the world is going in general. And, you know, I mean, if we just take a look at the past, you know, 12, 16 months, we've seen a really massive change in the way we do things. Um, the way businesses are ran, the way, um, we interact with people, um, you know, everything has changed and we're starting to see that in the business world where a lot of these people that, you know, were sick or, you know, um, you know, the pandemic had, you know, the businesses had closed down or whatever it may be. A lot of these people found out that they can do just as well, if not better at home on their own PC. And a lot of these people are not going back to the office. A lot of big companies are not opening up their six story building anymore and they're, they're going remote. And so the more and more we look at this, we, we had to, I mean, if it wasn't for honestly, to be honest with you, chance, you know, having him dedicated to looking at strategy and looking at risk for this business and where we can go and what's the next move, we would be literally out of our minds to not be looking into this whole cryptocurrency industry as well. I mean, that's the reason why you've seen a lot of news out of a CBD company <laughs> lately that has to do with metaverse and, you know, the cryptocurrency token and NFTs and all of these other things. You're seeing these things because the metaverse is blowing up. And eventually that's a big market that we're going to want to attack, right? That's a market that we're going to want to store. We want people that are VR vacation in to buy from us. We want them to be able to see our product and be able to utilize that product in their game when they're having their good fun time. Um, it's a different experience. And they always say in business, you go where others are and we can't go posting about CBD all day long in CBD groups where everybody's posting about CBD. We can't go posting about crypto and CBNT in crypto groups all day long about where people are only posting about crypto. And so this little transition of where you've seen a lot of this news and a lot of this crypto stuff happening is because it's not necessarily um, that it wasn't the plan or it was the plan, but it, it's just what's happening in the world. It's in front of us. And if we don't take advantage of these opportunities now, then we're going to be the company sitting back saying, man, I wish I had a, a store on this island or I wish I had a store over here where there's, you know, okay. 7 billion users a year or something along those lines. It would be crazy oh, for us. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but what I want to say, it's like from uh, following all the metaverse news and everything, because yeah, I have to look at the competition and everything. Of course, I mean, uh, I I found one thing that uh, there all the others basically are a, a bit a, a little bit afraid to to you know to how can I say to make partnerships and do business with uh, CBD companies, which is a bit strange, you know, because it's obvious that it's getting uh, legal in more and more countries, you know, like um, you have parts of Europe, you have uh, many of the states in USA that it's already legal. You have Canada, you know, in Canada, it was pretty easy. You go to the shop, you buy whatever you want. It's completely legal. So no problem at all. So it's strange that uh, not, not many more uh, <laughs> platforms uh, like metaverse platforms, like let's say sandbox and stuff like that. Why I have no idea why they don't want to deal. 
it's easy, you know, to get a, a business like, let's say, Adidas or Nike. Okay, everybody going to do that. That's uh, obvious. But, uh, you know, uh, for such a thing that there's so many users about the, uh, about using CBD, I mean, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 uh, how can I say? It's very simple. That it's uh, something that it's interesting to 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 make it to push for uh, to push it forward. You know, like. Um, well, yeah, that's we got to educate the consumer because exactly you know we exactly. we have CBD in our we have CBD in our name, and you know that's why another thing I really want for the meta uh, <laughs> is we can educate these consumers as we're not just CBD; we are a hemp company. You know, the first sales, the first American flag that came over to this country was made out of hemp. Um, exactly. Like the hemp earrings with the 3D printer. That's something that we wanted to pick up. So when you come to our island, you come to Primo Island, you know, it's a little bit harder to use a CBD in a game, but a pair of hemp earrings, your avatar yeah. can immediately wear those earrings and then you get those earrings right in the mail. And something else I'll say, Primo, people will ask about a roadmap. And I hate that question because... In my yeah. opinion, in business, a roadmap is garbage because people putting something five years out, 10 years out. Yeah, that's great for goals. But if you're going to run your business based on trying to go that direction, it, in my opinion, it's not the best best for business because absolutely road, things happen, roadblocks happen. And as an entrepreneur and as a business owner, you have to adapt to what is thrown at you. And putting something on a piece of paper uh, and saying that this is what you're going to do is... Um, you got to have a lot of money backing you to be able to just stick to that. I will say that. Well, even not so, even, it may not, not happen. Well, yeah, and it did not even just that. I mean, that's so true. I mean, at the end of the day, um, business is a big risk, and I always say that. I mean, good CEOs, good business owners make decisions on the drop of a dime and go with it. You don't. It's very hard to like chances. Say, I mean, you can plan six months ahead. You can plan a year ahead. But trying to plan five years ahead, six years ahead, that's just ridiculous. I mean, five years from now, that that plan might not even be relevant um, in that particular industry that you're in or whatever it may be at that time. You have to COVID. move with the flow, you know? COVID's a yeah. perfect example. Nobody, if you put in your roadmap uh, in 2018 that you were going to do this, well, 2016 or whatever, you know, that like you're going to do this, this, and that, you had no clue COVID was coming. No, for sure. And even right now, I mean, the reality is, is I think that, I mean, any business owner, I mean, some of the tech companies are still doing okay and stuff like that. But I mean, any business owner that had a retail shop took a hit this year, period. It just happens and you can't, but you have to have something ready to go. You have to have a plan. You have to have what's the next move. And I think that that's why we, you know, I mean, I'm in love with our team. I've always been in love with our team and, you know, we work hard, we grind and we stay on top of what's next. If something's happening. You know, luckily, the whole pandemic and everything that happened this year, you know, a lot of our crypto stuff and stuff like that has, you know, it's given us time because we've been stuck at home to, it's, you know, the pandemic was a, a blessing for some and, a, and, and terrible for others. And I think a lot of these tech companies, this pandemic has really given people the time to really dig into this and really understand how to move forward in a more tech-based world than, you know, a person-to-person-based world. The P2P lifestyle inside a business is starting to diminish. Um, you, you, there's just not a lot of people in the office anymore. Everybody's remote. And I don't think that's ever going to change now. So now we have to, we literally have to adapt the way business is done in general. 
all the way around the board um, to the to the new style of what things are doing. I mean, most people are used to sit in front of a conference room. Now a conference room is inside of Teams or Telegram or, you know, hell, even Clubhouse. And then in a year from now, it's going to be inside the metaverse. And then we're <laughs> you bring up that point too, because you know guys like me are so used to that. You know, I'm I'm a coder. I sit in mirror all day. That's all I work on. You know, so you know having to migrate to that is almost more preferred. You know, having to drive in every day, having to wake up early. You could just brush your teeth in ten minutes, and next thing you know, you're up and running and get ready to work. Coffee's still pouring. You know, right? You don't have to worry about the logisticals and all that type of stuff to get from point A to point B anymore. You know. Right. So for some people, it could be nice, but for some older people, they want to actually sit down and shake some hands, you know? Right, and I think that that's and that, that's kind of how this convert that's kind of where this conversation goes. Is you know, at the end of the day, we you know, there's still going to be those people that want to do it, but as a business and as a company, what we've done as a unit moving forward in this you know pandemic and everything else that we've doing and moving into all of this tech stuff that's going on. I mean, there's a lot of people saying, well. I mean, you can go to their stores and buy CBD in their stores. What the heck's this metaverse thing? What are they doing? And I mean, we're we're so off the wall. That's why I mean, that's why our podcast is called Cannabis or you know, Hemp Outside the Box, Hemping Outside the Box. Almost everything we do is against what most other companies would be doing right now, and that's probably why we're succeeding um, because we're hitting areas that others aren't, and we're trying to be proactive in new industries or new, um, what would you say, new uh, targeted. Um, niche areas that are going to get us, <laughs> yeah, that are going to get us more more viewership and and relate to a, a new consumer or a new viewer that we may never have talked to, ever. You know, you may have never talked to somebody about the metaverse and CBD in the same conversation, right? And now we're having that conversation when nobody else is, and we are. Very few companies are talking about the metaverse and hemp and how they're going to utilize the metaverse and the new tech world to build a new audience for their business. I think Chance said it perfectly in the, uh, in the, uh, in the press release we did with Aftermath Islands and Liquid Avatar. What was it? Uh, Chance, what did you say about, uh, uh, it was your statement inside of that. I forget, I forget what it is off the top of my yeah, head. You're Maybe you put can me on the spot. I'd have to. <laughs> it was just <laughs> Sorry, about, to... you know, finding new markets and, and... <laughs> adapting to the future basically uh you know right new revenue streams right and that's really what it is is you know all these other hemp companies and cbd companies and even these tech companies just like ninko said you know just like uh sandbox and all of these other um companies out there that are just being so niche specific and they're not reaching out to all of these other people. And I think that's one of the reasons why Dinko and us and Aftermath Islands and, you know, uh, Liquid Avatar, all of us have gotten together to do what we're doing um, because they have the right mindset, right? Dinko and, and David over at, at – um, Well, they have the team for sure. That's well, they got the team. Excited. They're one of the first projects that I have found on blockchain where they've actually – have a legit code team and want to help a real world business. They see the vision of what Primo is. There's a lot of companies, uh, you know, I, I, we, there's a lot of people that support Primo that were invested in, you know, say like clever, but clever wants us to pay $50,000 to come over on their exchange. And they're not giving, they're not kicking us back any support. I, 
we would love to to go on to Clever Chain and and work with them. But Clever's not extending the um, hmm. open arms like what Ma- Aftermath and Liquid did for us. We're 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 open to any partnership. Anybody wants to work with us, we're for it. Right. Yeah, we're, not pay, with we're not paying $50,000 and $100,000 and this and that to be able to do it. And something okay. else I'll say is we could moon our token today if we wanted to. If we wanted to go out and moon Primo, we, we could. But is that good for us and is that good for our community? Because is it sustainable? Yeah, the quick, the quick, I guess I should say the, the, the long answer is what I want because the long answer is short term, yes, it's good for everyone because we're all going to make a lot of money. But the long answer is, is probably not because the legal issues that are going to come about with that, you know, yeah, based not sustainable. On supposedly coming in 2020. Yeah, we need sustainable income, you know, and if you do it and you pump it up and it's all moon to the, you know, moon to the gills, you know, you'll make a little, a couple dollars, people will make money, but then you can't really do that anymore, you know. It's not going to sustain, and then it's going to be considered a pump and dump. So what are you going to do? Well, yeah, you, know? you get put on a list when you're trying to build. We're trying to build a real business with a solid foundation, and you know, pumping illegal tokens and calling them a utility, which ours is. That's why we've made it a, a discount. But in the United States, you know, it, it's well, this is just a whole nother conversation. We could have a whole nother yeah. Yeah. Right. episode on this. Uh, I should have no, sure. into it. This wasn't even on the agenda, but you know the, how these conversations go. So let's just uh, drop the, the token conversation for another night and uh, let's go dive back into uh, the meta because – uh, dinks on here and you know i i get really excited for the meta and i really appreciate what <laughs> aftermath has done for us well and that's what i wanted to finish real quick before we jump on and, and, and even with aftermath and that it ties back to aftermath is that you know the the getting back to that idea of where they got the right idea right they they're seeing the real world case of it right they're messing with us right they signed up with us to build cannabis coke they also signed up with LasVegas.com. They're messing with legitimate players, people who want to legitimately bring something to a metaverse that is tangible and usable. And then with Liquid Avatar's whole digital identity, that's what's making this all possible. And it's just that everybody that Primo works with is forward thinking. We're ahead. We're, we're not thinking about what we can make money on this year. We're thinking about what we can make money on next year and the year after that. And, and, and that's the mindset you have to have to stay ahead in this game. You know what I mean? And that's kind of where I wanted to leave that at. But I just wanted to say that, you know, especially with Dinko on here, I mean, I really appreciate the work that they do over there at Aftermath and what uh, David and them do over there at Liquid Avatar. And they just got the right idea. And it's awesome that these companies are thinking ahead. I mean, Sandbox has been around a long time and they're not making no headlines like that. They're not making news that way. They're not moving into the, the the real world space. They're still living in the game space, and Dinko and them are trying to take the gaming space to reality. And that's real, real uh, exciting to me. It's exciting to our team. I think it's exciting to everybody else that's a part of this team and a part of our following ship. But um, I just wanted to say that, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, we've got something really, really sweet brewing here. Um over the next few years. I think that what really attracted me to Aftermath and working with their team is that the core of everything is identity and tracking the users and no scammers. Um, you know, I I believe in decentralization and I'm all for revolutions, the Bitcoin revolution, you know, I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, until that revolution happens, we all have to abide by our local government. 
uh, rules. And until Whoa. these revolutions or whatever happen, uh, things that, that Aftermath and Liquid are doing are next level. And I don't think a lot of people understand that the Wild West of crypto isn't going to continue to be Wild West and decentralized without many you know, people one, a revolution or two, the government's making it that, you know, you can be, they're not going to tax. They're not going to do anything until you come into your local currency. But I just, I just see too much greed. And, and when there's greed and money involved, you know, things aren't ever that simple with politics and business. What were you saying there, Diko? I just wanted to say I totally agree with Chance that uh, really not uh, not many people uh, realize uh, what what's coming next. I mean, many people are just like uh, probably in the eighty three year uh, in nineteen eighty three or nineteen eighty four and think when they hear about ah internet, what the fuck is that? You know, uh, I mean, they they don't they don't understand what's coming next. I mean, and as Chance said, uh, in the, especially in the crypto industry, people are thinking that. They always gonna be able to hide income and never pay taxes and so. But believe me, you know every government we we want uh, will need a piece of uh, that pie. You know, like it's oh for so sure. Th that's why we need this uh, tracking of identity and everything. Sorry, <clears throat> and basically like that with uh, the technology of Liquid Avatar and Oasis Digital Studio, it's it will be easy to protect against scammers, against all kind of. Uh, like let's say just criminals and all kind of thugs, you know, and uh, because it's you know it's not only scammers, you know, you have all kind of shits that can happen in the internet, and like that even <laughs> even I have a I have a little daughter like that if if there's something uh, uh, like that uh, technology working like that, I I wouldn't mind to let her play in the metaverse uh, to join a, an island or stuff like that, you know, because I right. know that she's protected. She won't meet someone that is saying that he's he or she is, let's say, twelve years old, but actually it's some forty, fifty year old dude, you know, like that. Right, and you, I'm you really glad. I mean. Yeah, and I'm really yeah. glad you brought that up because I was going to actually say that um, when Chance was talking about, you know, what brought them on was the digital. What, what really made him excited about it was digital identity and you know the identity part of it and stuff like that. That's the hard reality of it, right? Because aftermath islands. I mean, obviously for our side. When you look at that digital identity that Liquid Avatars put together for uh, Aftermath Islands and for, you know, Primo and all these things that they're working on in the meta, what makes it cool is, is that, well, first off, when you're looking like for Vegas.com, right? Well, you can't gamble unless you're 21. You can't drink unless you're 21. So those types of things, you've got to have some type of digital identity. And then you have all of these islands that like, for instance, on Aftermath Islands, you've got islands that are you know, vacation islands and kid islands and dinosaur islands and things like that. And obviously in the digital world right now, 90% of our scammers and our child rapists and all of those things that happen are happening online. And people are hiding behind Facebook pictures and, you know, different types of accounts and blah, 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 blah. And so again, that was another reason it attracted us because we're in the cannabis industry, right? We're in an industry that you know, is regulated definitely by age. And so those things matter. And that's really cool that that's one of the main things that Aftermath is doing um, is, you know, Aftermath and uh, Liquid Avatar is they're protecting these people who are, are creating these identities and adding and getting into these metaverses. They're making sure that people that are going in there are who they say they are. And I think at the end of the day, 
even know what Chance was saying. I know that everybody wants to be decentralized and they don't want anybody to know who they are. But at the end of the day, it's real hard to trust somebody that can't tell you their name. And exactly. that's just real world, right? Like if I didn't, if I went and met Chance and he, you know, uh, and I met him and, and we met in person and he told me his name was given the business because that was his Twitter name and he was never going to tell me his name. How do you trust somebody like that anyway in just the real world? And so it shouldn't be that big of a reach to look at it in the digital world and say that it's something that has to happen. It's not maybe or should. It's something that has to happen. And so I really, I really enjoy that part of it. Like I said, and I think that uh, that that's attracted all of us to it. And you know, I think that all together as a whole, um, we've got something really, really awesome brewing here. And I know it's, it's going to take some time. And, but once this is up and fully operational, I mean, I, I really feel like with Primo Aftermath Islands and all the things that we've done, we're going to create a really awesome virtual world where you're going to be able to enjoy yourself and live the real world life as well at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. And that's and the basic, you know, that's the basic of everything. I mean, uh, that's why we uh, immediately when a chance, uh, uh, showed up at that uh, first AMA uh, that we announced uh, that we're working with Oasis Digital Studio. Uh, immediately after we had the meeting, it, it was just a no-brainer, you know, to, to do it because the things can, uh, can work in uh, uh, our technology, uh, your business and everything can work in a perfect symbiotics, you know, like we have the identity thing, uh, you need the identity thing, so it's a no-brainer, you know. It's uh, it's just a it's a great thing to do it. And another thing I wanted to say: you have terrible woes in the USA. Twenty-one years, man. In in my country, in Bulgaria, it's eighteen years for everything, basically. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, just you know, as I said a little while ago, not many people realize what's going on. And I think just in the matter of six months to a year. Uh, the things will change so much that everyone will want to run to us and to you. And, uh, you know, they, they will want to work with us because, uh, really, you, you've all seen, uh, David. I mean, he's just incredible guy. Uh, as you said, one thing that, uh, if you met Chance and you didn't know his real name, you would never probably do business with him. That was something similar with uh, me and David when we, a guy introduced us in Telegram. Okay, it was written the name. I made a Google search, you know, but they never seen the guy before that. And until I talked with him in a video conversation, I, I couldn't believe it's the guy that is uh, saying he is, you know. So when we have this uh, identity verification in, a, in, in very soon time, uh, then it will be much, much easier for everyone. I mean, then for every, all kind of business. And I mean, that could be could be implemented in in everything basically. I mean, like parents won't be worried, you know. Well, like uh, obviously for business like yours, it's just really incredible because everyone that want to buy something or come to can can cannabis calls, it's easy busy. You know, you don't have to be worried that something get uh, can get uh, sideways. You know, like to get trouble with authorities or something like that. You just Right. Have the verification, you know, and the good thing is, oh, uh, Liquid Avatar are working, uh, are having this, uh, 
just in working in in Canada in Ontario already. I mean, it's uh, in the liquor stores. They're using this uh, application at the moment, and I know they have close ties with also with the. Uh, working extensively with the Canadian government about those things. So I won't be surprised in the next six months or a year that uh, if this goes Canada-wide, so obviously right. from there it should be very easy to happen in USA as well, you know. For sure, for sure. And that's another exciting part about this whole thing. So, yeah. well, anyway, guys, I mean, uh, I think that's, uh, we basically have gotten, we, we, we hit all three of our topics today. Uh, um, basically, uh, blockchain tracking and tracing, NFT deeding, and uh, the iTrace IC, system, how we use all of that stuff, and then uh, retailing the meta, um, kind of how it's all connected. I hope that uh, everybody got a lot out of this. Um, we're obviously going to be doing this every week. I do want to open it up for these last five minutes or so, if we can make it quick to anybody that may want to raise their hand and have any questions. Um and uh, we can go ahead and do a little Q&A for about five minutes or so. And then we will be ending our podcast for tonight. And then we'll, we'll go ahead and we will be back on next Saturday at the same time. So we do got a hand raised here. Uh, let's see here. Who is it? Lucius. All right. So I'm going to invite you on the stage. Hello. Hello. Lucius is live. How are you doing, Lucius? How can we help hey, you, man? Not too bad, brother. Hey, I just wanted to uh, uh, let you guys know that it was great being part of the team and let Dinko know that uh, getting to speak with uh, Dave and Rob today was, was very eye-opening, and it really did complete the vision um, of mm -hmm. what I did see as far as the metaverse is concerned um, and real-world functionality, um, sending and receiving of goods while you're, you know, playing around right it, it, you know as a as an avatar you're playing around but you're actually uh getting your you know getting your goods and they're showing up at your door a few days later when this is all completed so i just wanted to tell you guys you guys are a solid team and uh dinko it was great to meet rob and dave maybe one day we'll get to meet and uh i'll just Hopefully. keep doing my part to keep pushing everything along the best i can on on the backside. thank you my friend thank you very much thank you for all the peaks and everything thank you thank you yeah thank you for all your support lou man you're 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 awesome all right, guys, you have a good night. Yeah, for sure. Without uh, our community, you know, that's what I do it for. I get excited when the community gets excited. Yeah, I think we all get excited when everybody gets excited. Um, I, I, I mean, Chance, Chance calls me every morning, guys. Uh, if you guys knew the, the back ends of what's going on and, and how much we're talking about this and how much we're putting in on it, um, it would blow you away. I literally wake up probably every morning with a new text or a new uh, way to attack the metaverse or attack the CBD industry or something. I mean, Chance, this team, this guy is—he's a nonstop worker. We, we all work our asses off, and uh, you know, I hope you guys can see that we're doing—we're doing everything that we possibly can to bring this thing to life for everybody, um, and. Uh, it's, it's just been real awesome. So uh, I well, appreciate everybody on this team. Well, just remember, we right now we only have two coders, and we would love to have, you know, 50 coders, 100 coders, but we're just not in a position to pay that big of a code team. So when we have opportunities, if you guys have opportunities for us, you know, tell us, let us know, reach out to influencers, community members. We'll send out free product to influencers. I mean, um, 
we're looking to work with anybody that wants to work with us. Um, as long as they're wanting to do it right and actually support each other mutually, mutually. 100%, 1000% agree with that statement. You know, we would love to work with anybody and everybody, you know, one good thing to know about this company is, is, uh, you know, we, we don't have all the coders in the world. We don't have the largest team in the world, but we've managed to build this company debt free and we've managed to get where we're at. Um, you know, doing it that way. And, you know, we let the right opportunities come to us and we work with them and we, you know, we, we're not in no big rush and we're not chasing anybody down. Like Chance said, if they want to work with us, we're willing to work with them. And if they want to do it the right way, we can all make some money together. Um, and so it's really a, a good point to have. And if you guys know anybody, just like Chance said, anybody that's interested in working with us or Aftermath or any of the team that we are all incorporated with, we'd love to set the meeting up and see where it goes. For sure, for sure. 1,000% there. Um, does anybody else have any other questions or anything that they'd like to ask? Before we uh, call it a night, I'm not seeing anybody else raise up their hands, so we're just going to go ahead and get a word from our sponsor real quick. Again, same word. Um, this podcast is sponsored by Primo Gardens, Inc. If you're looking for quality CBD, fast shipping times, and affordable prices, please make sure to check them out at online at www.primogardensinc.com and use code HOTB for 20% off your next order. We will again be live next Saturday. Um, not sure our topic yet, but it will be up. And uh, we really appreciate you guys showing up. And I hope you guys have a great evening. Good evening, Thank you, everybody. Everyone. Take care. Thank you. See you next, next week, hopefully. Yeah. Yep, next week, brother. We'll be there. Okay. All the best. Bye-bye. All right, guys. Have a good night. Good night.